Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fantasize Me, the podcast where I take characters real or imagined, and I fantasize them as D&D characters. I'm your host, Zach Katz, and today I have a special guest with me. Say hi, Nick. Hi. This is my friend, Nick Keeley, who is such a nerd, just such a complete dumbass dork, piece of shit. Biggest piece of shit nerd. (laughs) Yes, and today we are going to be turning Hellboy into a D&D character. Hell yeah. Awful. Um, so the sound isn't great because I am traveling, so we are just in an open space right now recording this episode. <laughs> Bear with. It's I. fine. I.e. my living room. Your living room. That is correct. So Hellboy, if you do not know, or even if you do, here's a little refresher. Hellboy is a fictional character created by writer-artist Mike Mignola. The character first appeared in San Diego Comic-Con Comics number two in August of 1993. It's been adapted into three live-action films, two starring Ron Perlman, and then one with David Harbour. I did not see that David Harbour one. It's, it's a little contested. Most think kind of bad. Weirdly enough, like, it's stuck closest to the source material, but not a very good job at it. Okay. So it's like it stuck good to the source material, but it didn't use good source material. No, the source material itself was good. It was, they tried to stay faithful to what they were trying to go for, but they didn't do it very well. Okay. They just kind of made it a big mess. Um, in my opinion, at gotta, least. Gotta love a big mess. So, Hellboy is a well-meaning half-demon, or Cambion. And Cambion is a... Not a playable character in D&D, but a monster that you can fight. My players have fought Cambion before. And his true name is... Anug Unrama. Anug Unrama. He was summoned from hell to earth as a baby by Nazi occultists. And this kind of spawned his hatred for the Third Reich. And who doesn't hate the Third Reich? It should be legal to punch Nazis. Anyway, uh, he appeared in the ruins of an old church in East Bromwich in front of a team assembled by the Allied forces. And among them, Professor Trevor Brotenholm, who formed the United States Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense, BPRD. I will add an addendum. Even though it's, it, it's weird. His last name, Brutenholm, I guess you just pronounce it Broom. Broom? Yeah. I disagree. I I disagree too, but that's... They, most people call him Trevor Broom. Trevor Broom. I don't know how it works. I, I'm, All right. I'm, I'm not an expert in that. Yeah, I'm not a freaking linguist. So Hellboy is like a, a full-ass half-demon. He grew up to be a large, red-skinned adult with a tail horns that he always files off, leaving behind circular stumps on his forehead. He's got cloven hooves for feet, an oversized right hand made of stone, Uh, and he's been described as smelling of dry roasted peanuts. Interesting. Isn't it? He is a bit gruff, but he shows none of the malevolence thought to be intrinsic of classical demons, and he has an ironic sense of humor. And this is said to be because of his upbringing under Professor Broom ridiculous, who raised him as a normal boy. Hellboy works for the BPRT, Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense, in order to fight dark forces like Nazis and witches. And I love that for him. So, you know a little bit about Hellboy's background? Is there anything you want to add about his background? Yeah, I mean, I will say, like, my knowledge isn't foolproof, but I've been reading the, the books for the past, like, 
few years. So it's kind mm-hmm. of my knowledge is spread out. Yeah, over I remember you getting years. really excited about was it a frog person or a fish person? Ape sapien? I think so. I mean, there, there's several. I guess you could almost say frog people, but Ape sapiens weren't amphibious man. What a what a wild sentence! But yeah, anything you'd like to add about Hellboy? It is a fantastic series. The entire Hellboy expanded universe is wonderful. That includes such characters as Lobster Johnson, um, Edward <sighs> Gray, the Witchfinder. Okay. Um, Abe Sapien gets his own series for a bit there, and then cool. the BPRD, of course, gets its own series too. Because I mean, spoilers. Hellboy leaves the BPRD. I think in the second. Um, I read the omnibuses, so if I'm ever referring, if I'm ever referring to an event and I say the second omnibus, I don't know the I don't remember the exact trade names of every single thing. I just remember yeah, that'd be most of the omnibuses. Ridiculous. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So now that we know a bit about Hellboy's background, we can pick a background for him. So what do you think Hellboy was up to before he was, you know, this paranormal investigator half-demon? So when he was in Hell, there's very little shown in the comics about his time in Hell. I think he he remembers very little. They did do a spinoff series called Young Hellboy, but I'm pretty sure... Or not Young Hellboy. That's a new one. I think it was, like, Baby Hellboy or something, but it's not supposed to be canon, I believe. It's, like, a more cartoony Baby version. Hellboy? Something like that. Wow. It's like, it's, like, a very more cartoony version of him, like, in a diaper and him just getting up to hijinks in hell. I haven't read the series myself. I've just seen it. Um, okay. I think it's called Baby Hellboy, but... Ridiculous. So, okay, well, that didn't help so at all. I know. We don't know anything. How all we know... a bounty hunter? No, how about a spy? A soldier? Keep going. No, okay. A sage. A pirate. A refugee, even. Refugee, we're getting close, because he kind of is a refugee from hell. Okay. Or even, is there Outlander on that list? There is Outlander. Which, I don't remember all the things that come with an Outlander, but he is for sure an Outlander. Traveled from far away, land survives in the wilderness... Hmm, the survives in the wilderness. I know he can do that, but when he was a child... See, there is one called Far Traveler about someone who travels a lot, but I did that the past two episodes. Got a lot of traveling dudes. Got a lot of traveling... Well, one of them was the Titanic. (laughs) Um, Hermit? No. Sage, gladiator, folk hero... uh, He becomes a folk hero, eventually. Criminal? Mm. Charlatan. I wish. Archaeologist, <laughs> acolyte, urchin, uh, uh, smuggler, pirate. You gotta give me something. Noble. Well, it's tough. Okay, so should we should we count his background in, like, his background before he starts his missions at the BPRD? Because he did grow up on the army base as, like, a normal kid until he started actually, like, doing yeah. missions for the BPRD. Yeah. In that case, I'm so sorry. Can we go through the list again with that? There's so many of them. How about just like (laughs) Soldier, because he was on the base. No, Hermit, Sage, Spy. If we don't go with one of the Traveler ones, like the Outlander Traveler. We can go with Outlander. Just I would almost say like, maybe Archaeologist, because there's a new series called... Archaeologist works. There is a new series called Young Hellboy that has been coming out where he has been going with Trevor Broom on these missions 
that are almost like Indiana Jones type missions. Oh, I'm down with archaeologist. Perfect. Okay, so as an archaeologist, <laughs> yeah, as an archaeologist, he'll gain skill proficiencies in history and survival, as okay. well as tool proficiencies in cartographers' tools or navigators' tools. Hmm. So land or sea? What do you think? When he's first starting out, more land. Okay. Because sea, he is probably not super. So cartographers' with it. tools, and a language of his choice. We will choose that after we pick race, so we know kind of what he's lacking in. Okay. But for now, history, survival, cartographer's tools. And again, disclaimer, my knowledge isn't perfect, so if anyone has issues Don't have with to it, do a disclaimer. <laughs> I've, I've done episodes on uh, Sheograph from Skyrim. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen them. But anyway. This is just an idea. We're just throwing out ideas here. I, I'm pretty sure this fits for him. Now we are going to pick a race for him. Now, there is one that immediately comes to mind, Tiefling, which is like a half-demon. I mean, that fits. He had, Hellboy Perfect. had a, a human mother who was a witch. Sick. I love witch moms. It is quite tragic in the comic, though. Okay, well, let's calm down there. <laughs> um, so there are a few different sub-races of Tiefling, depending on their infernal legacies. What do you think would be most fitting for Hellboy? There's Asmodeus, which gives him some uh, fire and darkness magic. Bowsable, who gives him some illness spells. Mm. There's Dispiter, which gives him some illusion. Fierna, which gives him just like some friend spells. Interesting. Like charm person. There's Glacia, which also gives some illusion spells. Levistus, who gives some cold spells. Mammon, who gives some conjuration spells. Mephistopheles, who gives fire spells, and Zeriel, which gives more melee spells. Interesting. So he definitely comes from a fiery background. Okay. Um, he's immune to fire. Oh, um, beautiful. And he technically comes from royalty. Um, Perfect. Okay. Yes. So Mephistopheles then, the fire boy? Uh, yeah. Or that first one, the fire and darkness. Asmodeus or Mephistopheles? Probably more fire, because the, the darkness okay. didn't exactly... I mean, it's all dark, Yeah. I would say he doesn't like, like do dark magic. Okay. And he doesn't really so, do fire magic, but he's immune to fire. Okay. <laughs> so, so as a tiefling, he's going to gain plus one to intelligence and plus two to charisma. He is going to have dark vision. Hellish resistance gives him resistance to fire damage. Perfect. And because of Mephistopheles, he's going to know the Mage Hand cantrip. When he reaches third level, he can cast Burning Hands as a second level spell once with this trait. And also, when he reaches fifth level, he can cast the Flame Blade spell once with this trait. But he's going to regain the ability to cast the Burning Hand spell and the Flame Blade spell once when he finishes a long rest. And Charisma is going to be his spellcasting ability for those spells. Perfect. He definitely does have Charisma. Yes. So, languages. He can speak, read, and write common and infernal. And one other language of our choice. Demonic? Uh... He's a little, he's a little demon boy? Well, yeah, because... So, he doesn't exactly, like, speak demonic on purpose, but there has been times when, like, he has been, like, overtaken by that, and he does speak it, like, against his will, I guess. Perfect. 
Beautiful. So we have a background archaeologist, we have race tiefling, and uh, frickin' uh, we can roll for stats. That's when you take a d6, a six-sided die, roll it four times, drop the lowest number, and add up the remaining three to get one of the six ability scores. So you're gonna do that six times. Okay, so we rolled for his stats. Nick rolled the first three and got 11, 16, and 10. I <laughs> kind of saved us on the back half there with a 16, 14, and 16. Hellboy thanks you. I bet he does. Thirsty bitch. So we are going to slot those numbers into where we think they should go. So 16 is the highest. In fact, he has three of them. But what do you think his highest stat is? Strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma? So, so constitution, that's like health, right? Yeah. So Hellboy obviously has great strength and great constitution. Okay. Because he is a character that just does not give up. He can take a shit ton of damage. Love it. And very, very, very hard to kill. It's hard to say because he has enormous strength, but I would almost argue like he has more endurance even. Well, we have three 16s, so we can do a 16 in strength, a 16 in constitution, and have one left over. Perfect. So definitely put those 16s in the strength of constitution first. So 16 in strength, 16 in constitution, and you said he has good charisma? Yes. I think he does have good charisma, especially when he drinks. He can make friends almost anywhere. I love that. With the living or the dead. So 16 in charisma is actually going to get a plus two from him being a tiefling. So that's an 18 in charisma or a plus four modifier. Next, we have a 14. Where do you think that should go? Dexterity, intelligence, or wisdom? I'm going to say wisdom. He's a good advice giver, even though he's short-spoken. He's very down-to-earth. Okay. Like, he, I think he has good kind of perception on people and their motivations. I love that. Wisdom is good for insight and perception, so that's great. And then I'm going to say he's going to get a plus one from intelligence for being a tiefling. So I'm going to put that 11 into intelligence, bumped up to a 12, which is a plus one modifier. Then that remaining 10 is going to go into dexterity. So his starting stats are 16 strength, 10 dexterity, 16 constitution, 12 intelligence, 14 wisdom, and 18 charisma. Beautiful. Perfect. He's, yeah, he's not the he's not the best dodger, but he can yeah. he can certainly take a hit and recover. He can take a licking and keep on licking or whatever it is. A lot of tongues. So now that we have the stats, we can pick a starting class, and I'm gonna go ahead and say paladin, because I think that's gonna utilize that strength that constitution, that charisma, and that lack of dexterity, because you don't need to dodge attacks when you're wearing a lot of armor. So as a paladin, he's going to gain proficiency in light armor, medium armor, heavy armor, and shields, in simple weapons and martial weapons, and in wisdom and charisma saving throws. Now we can also choose two skills to be proficient in from athletics, insight, intimidation, Medicine, persuasion, and religion. So what do you think? Two of those. Two of those. Okay. Athletics, insight, intimidation, medicine, persuasion, and religion. I'd say uh, religion would be one. Okay. Uh, definitely, he's picked up a lot of stuff from Broom okay. on religion and the occult. I'm torn between athletics and intimidation right now. 
Okay. Because he's an intimidating figure, you know. Yeah. If you got this guy as a detective coming, you're, you're going to let him detect. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah, because it's like, I'm going to let this guy man do whatever he needs to do in my house, just as long as he didn't hurt me. Uh, but he has, he, he's athletic, too. And um, you did mention he is insightful. He is insightful, you do, exactly. You do give him good wisdom, so it's got to be insightful. That's so true. So that's, it's hard. He's all these things. He's, <laughs> he's a perfect, perfect being. I like the way that he's I think maybe, tall and big. Yeah, so I would maybe insightful or intimidation. Well, you gotta, you gotta pick one. I'm gonna say insightful, you know? Okay. I'm gonna give him that. Okay, give him proficiency and insight. So he's starting with four skill proficiencies, history, insight, religion, and survival. Survival, yeah. Survival's yeah. definitely. Um, okay, I like that. I feel like intimidation and athletics is too easy. Well, we, I don't know, we might be able to add those in later. We'll see. So now he is going to gain Divine Sense as a first level paladin. As an action, he can open his awareness to detect strong evil and powerful good. And until the end of his next turn, he's going to know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of him that's not behind total cover. You can use that feature number of times equal to one plus his charisma modifier, so five times per long rest. So that's kind of cool. If he's like hunting someone who's evil, he can just sense where they are. And that that fits, you know. He's yeah. like a bloodhound when it comes to finding spooky Aww. shit, like Scooby Doo. Yeah, because he doesn't run away. He just punches it. Oh, like Shaggy. I wish. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's also going to have the Lay on Hands ability. So he's going to have a pool of healing power that replenishes when he takes a long rest. And that pool is going to equal five times his paladin level. And as an action, he can touch a creature, draw power from that pool to restore a number of hit points to that creature up to the maximum amount remaining in his pool. So he has five hit points there. He can touch someone. Eh, give him a hit point. Why the hell not? Touch yeah, sure. someone else. Boom. You have a hit point. He still has three points left in his pool. He can touch himself and feel better. Yeah. yeah. He, heals, he heals pretty quick. Oh, freaking perfect. Now he can just kind of like do that. That's great. That fits. That's great. Okay. Uh, let's continue. Why the hell not? We're going to go second level in Paladin. He's going to gain Divine Smite. So when he hits a creature with a melee weapon attack, he can expend one spell slot to deal radiant damage to the target in addition to the weapon's damage. So that's pretty cool. He can punch someone with his rock fist and just deal some extra damage. He does that all the time. There's like a name for it. The Boom of Doom or something like that. The Boom of the, Doom. The, the fans have a name for like the fist because there's, there's a lot of times in the comics throughout where he'll do a big boom with the fist. And it, you have to clap every single time you see that in the comic when he brings out the fist and does a boom. Wow, he fists and gives people the clap. Okay, love that. So then he's going to gain a fighting style as well. There are a few types of fighting style that he can choose from. There's defense to give him extra armor. There is protection. Maybe maybe he's trying to protect his allies. There's blind fighting, which could potentially give him the ability to like see invisible creatures that are close to him. Intriguing. There's interception to help his allies, blessed warrior to gain a couple of cleric cantrips, great weapon fighting if he just has one big ass weapon. He does seem to usually just pick a big thing up and throw it or attack somebody with it. Um, okay. Or just he, he really gets into just a lot of fist fights. 
And it's not, in a way, like, he's not, like, really trying to shield other people. He's just trying to get the monster away from people by beating the shit out of it. So okay. I'm going to throw this monster over here, and we're going to go fight in a place with no people in it. Get far away. <laughs> right, it's usually how it ends up. He's, he's usually already alone when he encounters a lot of these monsters at the time. Okay. Yeah, so I'd say, like, he's just kind of like a, a head forward, I'm just going to lunge at this thing and get it away from people. And it can beat on me, but not anyone else, because it's just me and the monster here. Okay, well, if, if he's allowing it to beat on him, I'm going to pick defense, because that's going to increase his armor class to make it even harder to hit. Okay, okay. So now if he is using a shield, and I don't know if he doesn't, but just for the D&D fiction, if he has his heavy armor, he's using a shield, he has the defense fighting style, he's going to have an armor class of 19 at second level. Yep. This is, yeah. this is pretty good. Yeah. He's a he's a tough SOB. Oh yeah, he is. So in addition to Divine Smite and a fighting style, second level paladins also get freaking spellcasting. It's just like, boom, your magic now. So Shaggy doesn't get that. Shaggy, well, we'll see. Maybe uh, someday. <laughs> someday. Zoing Scoob, I'm a wizard. <laughs> That's pretty good. So the spellcasting ability for paladins is charisma. Oh my god, it's almost like I knew that. His charisma is his highest stat. Oh my god. Almost like I knew that. Lucky him. Right? So his spell save DC, or what a target needs to equal or beat to resist the effects of his spells, is going to be 8, plus his proficiency bonus, plus his charisma modifier. Second level characters have a plus 2 proficiency bonus, so 8 plus 2 plus 4 is a spell save DC of 14. Not bad at all. And his spell attack modifier is just going to be his charisma plus proficiency, or plus 6. Also, hey, huh, not bad. Even if he's swinging with his meaty fists, he's going to have a plus five to that attack roll because that's going to use strength. So what you're saying is he's really good at attacking. He He's hitting stuff. He's good at hitting stuff and good at getting hit or not getting hit. It's perfect. Yeah, beautiful. Absolutely perfect. Beautiful. So let's do third level in Paladin. He's going to gain divine health, which just makes him immune to disease. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I'm not aware of him really even catching a goddamn cold in, in the comics. He wasn't scared of COVID at all. (laughs) Uh, Also, as a third level paladin, he's going to gain his sacred oath or his paladin subclass. Now, I'm going to be honest, I don't really like any of the paladin subclasses. I just feel like they're very lackluster. There's like only three, right? There's a button. No, there's a button. Oh, is there more? I guess you're going off the vanilla shit. (laughs) Uh, so, from the very little I know about Hellboy, I'm going to go with Oath of the Watchers. Because of the channel divinity options he gets at third level, the first one is Watcher's Will. So, he can use his channel divinity to invest his presence with the warding power of faith, and as an action, he can choose a number of creatures so he can see up to 30 feet of him, up to a number equal to his charisma modifier, which is four. And for one minute, he, Hellboy, and the chosen creatures have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws. That's great. The one I'm looking at is Abjure the Extra Planar. He can use his channel divinity to castigate unworldly beings. So as an action, he's going to present his holy symbol and each aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, or fiend within 30 feet of him that can hear him has to make a wisdom saving throw or be turned for one minute. Well said, Ozzy. No, I agree with that because he... From his learnings from Broom, he, they have different like relics and symbols they can bring on these missions that will affect whatever kind of ghoul or spook that they're dealing with. 
computer. So him being able to hold up this thing and do damage or... Get out of here, you ghost. Exactly. Just <laughs> spook him away. We're going to spook yeah. the spookums. Spook the spookums. I um, love that. That, that totally makes sense. Okay. Well, perfect. Look at that. Oath of the Watcher there. Now we are going to go fourth level in Paladin. He's going to gain an ability score improvement. So now he can increase one ability score of his choice by two or two ability scores of his choice by one. So what do you think should be higher here? You talked about his strength, his constitution, his charisma. Strength or constitution should be but higher than charisma. He's charismatic, of course. Okay. But he's, his constitution and strength should be higher. Okay, well, let's bump that strength up so we can get better with melee attacks there. So that strength of 16 is going to be an 18 now, which is also a plus four modifier. Okay, love that for him. He's been hitting the gym. He's been getting absolutely swole for his boyfriend, Abe Sapien. Hellboy is fucking yoked. Ugh, that's hot. (laughs) Fifth level paladin, extra attack. Love this. It's exactly what it sounds like. Whenever he takes the attack action, he just attacks twice. So now instead of punch, it is punch punch. Perfect. Now I think we're going to multi-class. I yep. think I think we're I think we're maybe not done with Paladin, but for now we're gonna take a step back from Paladin. Okay, so I think we are going to go sixth level first in Barbarian. He can be very barbaric in his fights. So as a first level barbarian, he gets rage. So on his turn he can enter rage as a bonus action. The We're going to kind of play with this a little bit because it says he can't rage while wearing heavy armor. And shut up. Sure he can. Yeah, he's able to rage whenever. So he's going to have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws because he's very strong. When he makes a melee weapon attack using strength, he's going to gain a plus two bonus to the damage roll. And he's going to have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage. So that's, that's pretty freaking cool. He can just be in a fight and be like, you know what? I'm angry now, and I'm going to take less damage and do more. He does seem to raise his voice a bit when he fights sometimes. He throws a lot of, now you're making me mad, pal. Sometimes (laughs) pal is like, you know, you've made me mad. It's almost like an insult. you got to be wary sometimes if he's saying pal with an exclamation point. Wow, if you ever run into Hellboy and he calls you pal, freaking watch out, okay? Freaking run. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. He also gets unarmored defense. We're going to ignore this one, because while he's not wearing any armor, his armor class is going to be 10, plus his dexterity modifier, plus his constitution modifier. But I think it's fine for barbarians to rage while in heavy armor. That's dumb. Yeah, you know, it's, it's all this heavy stuff on you. It's not going to Yeah, he's maybe he's, more angry. Right? He's so strong. What's, what's it going to do? Weigh him down? Mm. Weigh down Hellboy? Yeah, nah. nah. Yoked. I don't, I don't remember him ever being weighed down. Physically or emotionally, okay? So, second level Barbarian, that is seventh overall. That is going to be Danger Sense. So he's going to have advantage on dexterity saving throws against effects that he can see, such as traps and spells. To gain this benefit, he can't be blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. But that's so cool. He can just be, like, walking down a hallway. He sees an like a Indiana Jones style ball coming at him, he's gonna have advantage on that dexterity saving throw to dive out of the way. That makes sense. You know, he's been around the block. It's he, fun. He has an awareness of when when shit's about to hit the fan and get to get Love out of it. the way. Love it. He's also going to gain reckless attack. 
So when he makes his first attack on his turn, he can decide to attack recklessly to gain advantage on melee weapon attack rolls using strength during that turn. The downside is attack rolls against him will have advantage until his next turn. So he can just attack with more ferocity. It just leaves him a little defenseless or lessens his defenses rather. There have been moments, there have been moments yeah, where he goes, he goes really ham and then the, the, bad, the bad guy, the baddie, the spook gets the upper hand on him. He goes ham and the baddies see that he's a dish. Get it? Because ham? Is he glazed? No. Do you think Hellboy would be glazed? No, he smells like peanuts. <laughs> That's right, he does smell like peanuts. For some I don't know how I've missed that detail. Yeah, it's obviously the most I, important. Like his favorite food is pancakes, so I think he would smell like, like maple syrup. He doesn't, though. It's peanuts. Anyway, third level in Barbarian. I have to investigate this. <laughs> so, eighth overall, third level in Barbarian. He is going to gain his uh, primal path, which is the Barbarian subclass. And I think we are going to go with one of them. I'm going to say Ancestral Guardian because, you know, we want to add a spice of the supernatural to Beautiful. this character. Okay, so as a path of the Ancestral Guardian, Spectral Warriors are going to appear when he enters his rage. While he's raging, the first creature he hits with an attack on his turn becomes the target of the warriors, which hinder its attacks. Until the start of Hellboy's next turn, that target has disadvantage on any attack roll that isn't against him. And when the target hits a creature other than Hellboy with an attack, that creature has resistance to the damage of the target's attacks. So essentially, when Hellboy gets angry, ghosts happen and they swarm his target and they hinder the target so much that they pretty much can only attack Hellboy. That's beautiful. That's not quite canon, but I wish it was. I mean, none of this is canon. Of course. No, we're writing <laughs> the canon right now. We are? Oh my god. Let's email Mike and pay tell me. him, you know... No, you get nothing until you pay me. <laughs> we right? gotta throw out all of the canon. We're making... We're redoing it. We're god. remaking Hellboy. No. <laughs> um, so let's More go... More ghosts, please. <laughs> More ghosts, please. Always. So we are going to go fourth level in Barbarian. This is ninth overall to gain an ability score improvement. So what do you think? We should just max out that strength to a 20? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that 18 strength becomes a 20 or a plus five modifier. So we're gonna go fifth level in Barbarian, 10th overall. He gains extra attack, but it doesn't stack with the extra attack he already gains as a paladin, but he does get something called fast movement. So again, while he's not wearing heavy armor, which again, why he's very strong his speed is going to increase by 10 feet so i'm just gonna say he can have that because i think that heavy armor thing is stupid if your strength is maxed out because it's like you're wearing nothing yeah, yeah. it's like i'm wearing nothing at all <laughs> can you imagine ron perlman saying that it's like i'm wearing nothing at all oh man i want hellboy 3 a Del Toro, yes. Del Toro Hellboy 3. We know Pearlman is down. <laughs> yes. Pearl, Pearl the man, awesome. Pearlman. <laughs> that terrible. So we are going to go 6th level in Barbarian, 11th overall, and he's going to gain another path feature from the path of the Ancestral Guardian called Spirit Shield. So now, while Hellboy is raging and a creature he can see within 30 feet of him takes damage, he can use his reaction to reduce that damage by 2d6. What I like to imagine this as is someone's about to hit his friend and he just pushes a ghost in the way. Or that, that ghost just takes the blow. I don't know. I don't know. Because he wouldn't, he wouldn't 
make a ghost take the hit. I think that, it'd be pretty funny, though. It would be funny. Unless, there it goes. Unless, What's going to happen to well, him? Well, unless that ghost... Well, he wouldn't want to hurt. It's weird, because it's like, I don't know if he would want to hurt a ghost that's a buddy of his, but ghosts have been known to get him out of some jams. Mm. So he wouldn't really even probably need to push the ghost. The ghost would just do it for him. Okay, Because those okay. ghosts, a lot of those ghosts are very supportive of our boy Hellboy. They know about him. They're like, this is our guy. Oh, I like that. This is our kind of guy here. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so, 7th level Barbarian, that is 12th overall, he's going to gain Feral Instinct. So now, he has advantage on initiative rolls. Additionally, if he's surprised at the beginning of combat and he isn't incapacitated, he can act normally on his first turn, but only if he enters his rage before doing anything else on that turn. So, with the advantage on initiative rolls, chances are Hellboy's going to get the drop on you. And even if you get the drop on him, he's just so angry and fights so voraciously that you, you can't even really surprise him. You run at him and he just punches you in the throat. Eighth level in Barbarian, that is 13th overall, another ability score improvement. Excellent. Now, should we increase his constitution to yes. increase his... Okay. 100% yes. Okay. So... His constitution is going to be bumped from a 16 to an 18, which is a plus 4 modifier. Health is added retroactively, so he gained a plus 1 to constitution. He's level 13, so he automatically gains 13 hit points. Now, I think we're going to hop back over into Paladin. The, yeah, let's see what the, pal- the pallies... Yeah, let's see what the paladin's going to I get up to. He calls people pal, and he's a paladin. So 6th level in there's Paladin... There's some deep meanings There's here. not. 6th level in Paladin, 14th overall, he's going to gain Aura of Protection. So whenever he or a friendly creature within 10 feet of him has to make a saving throw, the creature's going to gain a bonus to the saving throw equal to Hellboy's Charisma modifier, which is a plus 4. He has to be conscious to grant this bonus, but anyone within 10 feet of him, himself included, are going to gain a plus 4 to all of their saving throws. How cool is that? Just from his presence... Yeah, usually when Hellboy's around, and not not all the time, granted, but you you are safer if Hellboy is around than is. Don't get separated from him unless he starts fighting a big, you know, Galungus Golem monster. Then you know, you, you, you want to take it outside. Galungus. This the the scientific term for a big baddie, <laughs> a Galungus. 7th level Paladin, uh, that's 15th overall. I'm so sorry for him, everyone. Um, uh, he's going to gain a, another Sacred Oath feature. So from the Oath of the Watchers at 7th level, he gains Aura of the Sentinel. So while he's not incapacitated, when he or any creatures of his choice within 10 feet of him roll initiative, they're all going to gain a bonus, the initiative roll, equal to his proficiency bonus. Well, he is a 15th level character, so his proficiency bonus is plus 5. That means he and all creatures within 10 feet of him get a plus 5. Now what's cool about this is because as a barbarian, he already has advantage on his initiative rolls. This is really helpful because you use dexterity to find your initiative modifier. He doesn't have any dexterity. No. So... Before this, he's probably just always going last, just watching his allies get stabbed in the face, and he's powerless to do it because he's just so slow on the draw. Just, just not right. He's not, not right. right. Well, not now, right. well, now he has a plus five 
and advantage. That is much better. Glorious. Much more fitting. I I love it. So eighth level in Paladin, 16th overall, that's another ability score improvement. So do you want to just max out Constitution there? Yes, we should max it out. Okay. So Constitution is going to become a 20, which is a plus five modifier. Hit points again are added retroactively. So that is going to be an additional 16 hit points. There so we go. So he he's laden with health. Yeah, no, he's, he's, not, he's not an easy one to take down. Yeah, good for him. Let's do ninth level Paladin. That's 17th overall. This is just going to give him access to third level Paladin spells, like Revivify. So now Hellboy can just take someone's soul in his hand and just shove it back into a body. Wow. Okay, well, now we're just improving upon the, the canon here. I mean, I feel like that's what we have been doing this whole time, but I appreciate you just realizing that. So someone, like, we need to start just writing down the notes for Mike Mignola. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, we're going to go 10th level Paladin. That is 18th overall. He is going to gain Aura of Courage. Hellboy and friendly creatures than 10 feet of him can't be frightened while he is conscious. Hmm. That's it. You can't be scared with Hellboy around. I would feel safer. Yeah, I just... I just feel like Hellboy is yoked, and he could pick me up like a basket of muffins and make me feel safe in his arms, and... Yeah, because he's he's gentle with those that he loves. Oh my god, Hellboy, stop it! (laughs) my god, Shawty, what's that fist do? <laughs> 11th level in Paladin, 19th overall, he's going to be... Brings the end of the world. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Rapture me, daddy! End of your world. <laughs> mm. Improved Divine Smite. So, 11th level in Paladin, 19th overall, he's going to gain Improved Divine Smite. So now whenever he hits a creature with a melee weapon, the creature's automatically going to take an extra 1d8 radiant damage. This is pretty cool. You can just yeah. punch someone and hurt them more. That's that's perfect, you know? Now, the last thing we are going to do is a 12th level in Paladin. That is 20th overall. He's going to gain an ability score improvement. Now, we haven't done it this whole, this whole episode because Nick was so insistent on maxing out his strength and maxing out his constitution. And I'm Most like, okay, stats. get to the feats. Well, my viewers know that I'm a feat slut. I love feats. They're so good. So the one I'm thinking of, because you're like, Hellboy's got to have so many health. We're going to give him the tough feat. So now he's just going to gain hit points equal to twice his level. So just gains 40 hit points. Perfect. Man, maybe I'm a feat slut too. Everyone should be a feat slut. (laughs) (laughs) So that is Hellboy, the Amungunrama. Anungunrama. Anungunrama. Sure. Background is archaeologist. He is a tiefling to gain some fire magic. He's a level 12 Oath of the Watchers paladin and a level 8 Path of the Ancestral Guardian barbarian. His ending stats are 20 strength, so ripped, 10 dexterity, 20 constitution, oh my god, so hardy, 12 intelligence, 14 wisdom, and 18 charisma. For skills, he has plus 7 to history, plus 8 to insight, plus seven to religion, and plus eight to survival. I am realizing his best stats, strength, and charisma. He's not proficient in anything charisma or strength-based. <laughs> but that's okay. 
he's you know he is wonderful but he's not per he's just you know yeah. he's just like the rest of us humans he's not perfect yeah, exactly i mean he's not a human it's fine so saving throws proficient in wisdom and charisma so that's plus eight to wisdom and plus 10 to charisma languages he has common infernal and demonic tool proficiencies cartographer's tools they so can't get lost and feats tough which gave him an additional 40 hit points. And I, I just did a quick calculation of his average hit points. It would be 272 hit points, which is pretty dang good. That's a lot of health. That's a lot of health. It's a healthy I'm, lad. It's a healthy lad, and I'm very into it. So my idea for Hellboy, okay, he's with his pals hanging out, and they get a call on the BPRD phone, yeah. which looks like a cheeseburger. Okay, so Hellboy picks it up, and he's like, yo, Denise, what is it? And Denise is like, there's a kraken. And Hellboy's like, Denise, I'm on it. Let me pet this cat. And then Hellboy freaking races to the scene, and he's fighting a kraken. Unfortunately, the kraken's got lots of tentacles, so his friends are just getting murdered in front of him. He's trying to revivify them as fast as he can. It's just not working, right? So he goes into a rage. He's angry. He's like... Kraken, sir, how dare you? And then ghosts happen. And then ghosts happen. Ghosts happen. I thought you told me you've never read any of the comics. This is I, basically I mean, the first issue, right? I mean, I think I'm absorbing it with osmosis. Okay, we hugged earlier, and I'm just like, I know everything about Hellboy. <laughs> this is the first issue, panel by panel. Panel by wow, I'm really good at this. Yeah. So the ghosts are now especially the cheeseburger. <laughs> cheeseburger from he's got he got it from the nineties. So the ghosts are swarming the Kraken, and the Kraken is just so distracted by them, it's gotta just attack Hellboy. Even if an errant tentacle does go and whap his what's it, lobster friend? Lobster Johnson's not technically alive when Hellboy is alive. But he used Revivify. He's we'll say there. Liz Sherman. Ooh, ooh. He's not technically so he's dead? Lobster Johnson? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He shows up here and there and helps the crew out sometimes. So he's a ghost? Yeah. He's fighting a kraken. So Hellboy used Ancestral Guardian to raise some ghosts to help him. And who's there but Lobster Johnson? Perfect. <laughs> I don't know who Lobster Johnson is, but they're my favorite person that I've ever heard of ever. He fights Nazis. Oh, yeah, yes! Everyone should! <laughs> so Hellboy is just punching this Kraken in the face repeatedly until it dies. All of his <laughs> friends pretty much just stand back and let it happen because they're like, honestly... What are we going to do? He's wearing heavy armor and still raging, which is literally against the rules. And he's just such a maverick that he's doing it. He's fighting a giant sea monster with ghosts and fist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also summoned Edward Gray, too. Edward Gray's a ghost, helps him once in a while. Sure, Edward Gray's there. Times. He's He's there. He's not actually helping. He's, he's having a cream tart. Well, that's fair, actually. Yeah, he's shooting him with a gun every so often. Edward Gray sounds like the kind of person who would use, like, an old-timey pistol or something. He did when he was alive. Oh, I, believe, I am nailing this. If I'm, if I'm I, correct. No, I don't care. You are correct. I'm <laughs> saying it. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fantasize oh, I just remembered what the, the, the thing is called when he hits something. What with, is it? What is it? It's called the Fist of Doom Boom. That's, so, what, that's what the fist is right. called. It's the Fist of Doom. So he punches this Kraken... 
everyone's chanting. The ghosts are chanting. They're chugging for Loco. And they're like, fist of doom, boom. Fist of doom, boom. And Hellboy's like, all right, all right, all right. And then he punches this Kraken to death. Thank you for listening to this episode of Fantasize Me. You can follow me on Twitter at FantasizeMePod. Email in character suggestions to FantasizeMePod at gmail.com. I can turn anything into a character. I don't know shit about Hellboy, and I made I made him perfectly and expertly. I even did the freaking Titanic a couple episodes ago. So Which, it can that's be, impressive. A thank boat? Thank you. It's, it's a, a whole-ass boat. So email in those character suggestions. They can be whatever you want. And I'll absolutely nail it, like always. Uh, that email again is fantasizemepod at gmail.com. Talked about being a feed slut a little bit. So over on my Kofi, Kofi.com, and now on my itch, fantasizeme.itch.io, I have a new supplement of feats called Feats or Famine, which is a supplement of 20 feats. It is on sale currently, so check that out. Also, I am doing a fundraiser for Ukraine over on my Kofi, kofi.com slash fantasize me. Check out my commissions there. I can make you custom NPCs, custom monsters, whatever stat block you want. I can make that for you. And then the lovely at DMS Creations on Twitter will create incredible digital art to go with whatever I make for you. So check that out, ko-fi.com slash fantasize me slash commissions, and the proceeds will go to the Ukraine Crisis Relief Fund. What a bunch of heckin' great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm not doing anything on the internet, so no. But it was great being here. <laughs> yeah, it's great <laughs> having you. <laughs> Nick lives 3,000 miles away, so this is very nice. Um, yes, it was lovely having you. West so, Coast. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's calm down. So West you, side. <laughs> you can... Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe and do all the things. And remember, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your friends' enemies. Thank you for listening. We'll do this again next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you.